Michael Johnstone joins us once again. He's the European Director for Global Baseball. When we last talked to you, Michael, moving to Kosovo as a missionary was still a ways off. This time it's, what, a week away? Has that started settling in yet? Yeah, it's, uh, it is, we are, we will fly to Europe in two weeks. So we're, we're in the final preparation mode. Uh, actually, we're, our living room right now is full of uh, boxes that we're packing up with, with some personal items and a lot of baseball gear. So uh, it's becoming a lot, a lot more real than it was back in February. I think in February we hadn't even bought our tickets yet. So it was still that, that kind of vague uh, time limit, you know, sometime in, in early June. But, but now with our tickets and our, and our bags packed, it is, it is time. So. Just to remind our listeners, Michael Johnstone is the European Director for Global Baseball. You can find out more about their ministry, globalbaseball.org. But Michael and his family are moving to Kosovo to be missionaries, using the game of baseball as a tool to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Michael, how long are you planning to be in Kosovo? Are these one-way tickets? Well, uh, we're kind of just leaving that up to to God's providence. We're going there uh, to move and, and live, and however long we have a, a welcome community and an open door, we'll stay there. Obviously, this will be a huge lifestyle change, what I would imagine would be a, a, a just a major adjustment. What are some of the things, just in getting established there, what are some of the first things you'll need to do when you get to Kosovo? Well, a lot of, a lot of just real uh, uh, necessary steps of finding a house to rent and buying a car and then some of the other kind of things that don't always realize need to happen, but we need to do a lot of a lot of paperwork and uh, registering Global Baseball as a nonprofit, uh, non-governmental organization in Kosovo, and getting ourselves some legal status. Uh, so all those all those kind of legal hoops to dr- to jump through that are that are very difficult at times, but also just time consuming. Of course, baseball is not the national pastime there in Kosovo, at least not yet, anyway. How will you go about getting them interested, getting them involved, and spreading the word? Well, you know, I mean, social media is, is a good way, uh, but, but you know, that's kind of just the awareness side of it. We did a, a camp back in June. We talked about it last time that, that we had 200 kids come to, and then um, I believe we had just returned from our coaches' academy uh, back in, in January, and that's really where it, where we're hoping that it starts. It's kind of at that grassroots level where we get some, uh, some young men and women involved playing baseball and, and learning the game, and just hoping that then they'll create the – the excitement and uh, the desire to learn the game. And we're already seeing some of that uh, begin already. Michael Johnstone is joining us once again here on Benson and Those Guys. He is with Global Baseball. He is a missionary to the country of Kosovo. You can follow Michael on Twitter at Europe. That's at Europe, And you can find out more about Global Baseball at their website, globalbaseball.org. You recently did a terrific blog piece on the anxiousness as your departure date draws near, and you compared that to Psalm 23. Can you share that story with our listeners? Yeah, um, it's, it, you know those those times when you know you can't be the strong missionary and, and you realize that you are just a human being that's totally dependent on on the strength of the Holy Spirit and the will of God. And uh, it was one of those days where you know, I definitely woke up in the middle of the night. Not, I wouldn't quite call it a panic attack, but Certainly, whenever there's something weighing on your heart, you just can't sleep. So I was really trying to process that and pray through that. And I was sitting at the the uh, dining room table, working on some things, and, and actually started to write this blog post and didn't really know where I was going with it. And uh, my dad was listening to a, a Bible study video uh, in the other room, and it began to talk about uh, Psalm 23. We've all heard Psalm 23 and 
we like to use that as a as a comfort, and and I think that's definitely why it's there. Um, but they were talking uh, the guy on the video can't even I don't even know what the video was, but uh, he was just talking about how we as sheep, as God's sheep, uh, we just have to trust the the shepherd's voice. That we just need to uh, just trust that the shepherd knows where the pastures are, where we need to rest, and where you know where we're going to find our provision. And so we just need to to listen to the voice of God and listen to the voice of the shepherd, and, uh, and just move through life uh, trying to be obedient and understanding that God does have those pastures uh, on the plan, and He knows where He's going and where He's taking us. And so that was just encouraging uh, for me to to kind of work through. I know I've. <laughs> I've actually opened up my own blog post, you know, three or four times and uh, since I wrote it, uh, just kind of going back to it because just writing it and knowing that uh, doesn't fully take the anxiousness away. In addition to Kosovo, you're also planning to spend some time in Austria, and you once played in the Austrian baseball leagues. You've also gone there and done coaches clinics, and you're planning to do more of those coaches clinics. What kind of impact do you expect to get from those clinics? Yeah, we're, we've got a, a three-week academy planned uh, where we're going to be working with, with mostly younger players, uh, but there's going to be some uh, some older teenagers and, and uh, maybe some, some of the adult players that we'll bring along as well. Uh, it's going to be kind of a, a three-fold camp. We're going to have uh, a section of the camp that's for beginners because it has been has been taken out to the to the general Viennese community, so we could have a lot of people that have never picked up a baseball glove before. So we'll have we'll have that aspect of it. Uh, we'll have some you know some kids who are playing recreationally with the little league and and just wanting to improve their skills a little bit. And then we're going to have some national team level players and some kids that are you know that are really growing in their skills and and becoming better ball players. So we've uh, so that'll be an interesting interesting time because it will be such kind of a varied varied approach but we're just hoping to continue to, to build relationships with these guys and you know especially some of those that are signed up for all three weeks we're going to be with them uh, quite a while uh, so it'll be a, a really good opportunity to just show the love of God and, and be witness and testimony to the power of grace and I hope that we can do that through baseball. It is always an encouragement to me to see God use something like sports ministry or baseball in particular to bring honor and glory to his name and use it to impact and change the lives of people. And you've got a number of these stories that come from these coaches' clinics that you put on, including some since the last time we spoke. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a praise report to, to your listeners who, who were praying for the Coaches Academy. There's been actually a couple of the coaches who we trained who went back to their communities and began to play baseball with with uh, kids and young adults that were that they were connected with. And so we were able to send uh, send a lot of equipment home with those guys. Yeah, one guy in particular uh, has gotten a group of about twenty to twenty five kids. That and I, I mean they're not kids; they're fourteen to twenty five years old, and uh, they've been playing pretty consistently twice a week for the last three or four months, as, as weather allows. And uh, the cool story of it is that it's kind of our very own field of dreams because they, uh, you know, they've been playing on this farmer's field and. You know, they were out there, they would, you know, the farmer, it was before planting time, so they were able to go out there without, uh, without too much concern, and, and he was, he was willing to let them play, and, uh, but then about, uh, two months ago, he came to them and said, hey, look guys, it's, it's about to, to get into planting season, and, uh, I, you can either rent the field from me, or I'm gonna have to ask you to stop playing baseball. And so, this coach, uh, 
sent a message to me asking if there was any way that we could rent the field. And so it ended up being 300 euro for an entire year of field rental, which was just a, a far below what I expected. And so on this field now that we're renting, uh, we're hoping to, in the coming weeks and months, uh, as we get there, uh, that'll be kind of one of the first projects that we begin to work on is, is starting to develop this first baseball field in Kosovo. As the movie with Field of Dreams, you know, this, this baseball field rising out of a farmer's field uh, and basically the farmer deciding to not plant his crop and to instead allow uh, kids to play baseball. So we're pretty excited about that because that's happening without us there. You know, that's happening with a uh, local initiative and, and kids who just want to play baseball and, and want a field of their own and and after we started renting the field, they actually went out. There was a, uh, an irrigation ditch that went through the field, and, and so they, they spent a day filling that in, and then they spent another day clearing out rocks and other debris. And, and uh, most recently, they there were two guys that went out with these old-fashioned sickles, I guess. So they get out there with uh, with these these pretty sharp sickles and are and are just cutting the grass because they don't have a lawnmower or a, or a weed whacker yet. So. You know, there's there's all these cool things that are happening with this field, you know, with kids that, that I've never actually even met uh, that are just playing baseball, and 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 so we're, you know, that we're we're definitely encouraged by that because it's not something that we're forcing on on anybody, and we're not, you know, it, it's something that is that is starting to grow uh, kind of organically. So we're really excited about that. Wow, praise the Lord! How cool is that? That's the impact we talk about when you're using sports ministry, and you can use anything. In this case, you're using baseball simply as a tool to get into the lives of people, to build relationships in order to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ. But doing it with a heart for God and waiting on Him, trusting in Him to add the increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know it's kind of cool to see the fruit right away. Um, and actually, the kid who uh, is the coach uh, who who we trained is actually one of one of two believers that, that was at the, the conference or at the, at the coaches academy. So it's really, really nice to see a, a young man of God who, who is seeing baseball as a viable way to meet the needs of his own community. And so that's really an encouragement to us. Now, with all that you have going on in your life and getting you and your family prepared for Kosovo, you also coach this spring with Providence Christian College as part of the Christian University Partnership Program. Can you tell us about that program and Perhaps how God worked through that experience for you? Yeah, it's a kind of a unique program that we've been able to just kind of fall into and, and develop through global baseball. Uh, we 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 essentially uh, identify guys who want to get into coaching, um, want to continue with their coaching or baseball career through coaching, and but but also want to be involved in ministry in some way. So it's it's a way for for guys to to get involved in ministry, to get involved in coaching, and it. It helps the Christian universities because we we have the guys who are who are part of the program raise their financial support. So when they get placed with a Christian university, uh, they're not really a huge budget uh, um, line on the on the baseball program's budget. So it allows the baseball program to to add to their coaching staff, and it and it gets them a guy who is who is going to be focused on the discipleship of the players, on uh, the mental or mental and physical, uh, but also spiritual development of the players, and that'll be their their main focus. So it really rounds out the coaching staff in a way because, you know, a lot of times with Christian universities, it's very difficult to have a guy who who is focused on, you know, setting up Bible studies and, and following up. Even though most head coaches at Christian universities are, are doing that to, to a certain extent, they just don't have the time to fully fully uh, develop that type of program. 
Good night, man. With all that you had going on, what led you to do that on top of everything else? <laughs> I'm crazy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, impulsive sometimes. So when I get some when I get opportunities, I like to to go through it. And we just saw that you know God was opening up an opportunity for us because uh, as a family, we were able to move up to Pasadena and have some you know kind of have our own space for for a few months. So that was kind of the the personal side of it, but. It really gave me a, a you know an opportunity to to strengthen my own coaching skills uh, and to to put them into play at a, at a new level as well. You know, at the collegiate level, it's it's a you know a whole different ball game and uh, progressing forward. And so to to have that uh, under my belt, that was great. And I also saw it as as an opportunity to you know get some young men mobilized for global baseball activities. You know, one of our great desires is to see baseball players who yeah, you know, maybe I don't want to hang up the cleats and and want to want to continue with baseball, but also feel that the Lord is calling them into ministry. You know, this is a way that we can mobilize these guys and and to help give them opportunities. So it's you know it's exciting to be able to just pour into these guys' lives and and spend time with them in the Word and lead devotions at at practice, but then just to get to know them and and get to know uh, how God's working in their lives. And you know, the exciting thing about that is that then they get to join us on on various global baseball uh, activities around the world. Right now, we've got five guys from, from some of the different partnership schools and from some other Christian universities that aren't officially partnered with global baseball. They'll be joining us in Europe to, to help out and, and to continue to, to, to see how God's calling them to use baseball in ministry. Now, we talk a lot of baseball, and we use terms like uh, a coach, and you're a director, and you got all these things, but you're also a missionary. <laughs> you are going to another country using baseball simply as a tool to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And missionaries need support. Bottom line, they need support. Of course, our listeners can pray, but how can they support you financially? Well, we are required and, and tasked with raising our financial support. You know, as you said, you know, our, our living expenses, our, you know, our housing and food and, and all this. And you know, Because as we, we go to offer our, our program, uh, you know, we really, with Global Baseball, we really want to, you know, in, in as many cases as possible, provide our knowledge and our services uh, at no charge to the kids who are participating. So so it's a very difficult uh, opportunity to raise revenue and generate revenue. And uh, so, yeah, we, we ask people who, you know, see this as a, as a viable ministry opportunity, they see it, see it as something that, that strikes their fancy and, and you know, reaches reaches people through things that they enjoy and we ask them to to give of their treasure to to partner with us it's a really cool way to be part of something because then you know you're when you when you put your money into something then you you value that and and i think you know to have team members who you know we we obviously want to have people who go along with us uh we want to have people who are who are consistently praying for us um but then the third element is definitely people who are you know, setting up a, an electronic deposit to send, you know, 50 to 100 to 500 dollars a month to us to, to help make these things possible or, or somebody who writes a check every month or, or once a year or whatever. Uh, so we, we are still in need of, of monthly support. We still probably need about, uh, well, we really need about a thousand dollars more in monthly support before we're, we really feel that we can comfortably do everything. Now, fortunately, as we get started, you know, a lot of those ministry expenses aren't yet, uh, necessary so so we're kind of going over uh really in a step of faith that god's going to continue to provide 
the whole experience of raising financial support has been a very interesting one. We've we've been support raising missionaries for five years, and and it's interesting that you know a lot of times we've been under uh, what our budget is as far as what we need or what we think we need, uh, but God has always provided uh, what we actually need in the fullness of time and in in the 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 full context of time as well. So, uh, but yeah, we'd like to invite people to to prayerfully consider joining joining as financial team members, and they can do that by by visiting globalbaseball.org, and there's a donate page there, and they can uh, they can indicate that it goes for Michael Johnstone or any of the other staff on Global's staff. We know that God loves a cheerful giver and that he will bless that generosity, and what an opportunity to be blessed by being a blessing to someone else, helping this family accomplish all that they believe God has called them to do and of course they need finances to do it and they need your help you can go to globalbaseball.org you can make a donation for michael johnstone and help get this family uh, the, the the support that they need now you mentioned prayer what are some of the specific things that you still you still have a need for that we can pray about yeah well uh, we've got to pack a bunch of boxes and, and get them off and and ship them and so there's you know, there's always a little bit of anxiety that goes with that because you know you're you're sending off your personal belongings and hoping that they get there and uh you know we're praying that that they get to their final location safely i uh, will put them in the, the mail probably next two days or so or so that's that's a big deal to get them get them there safely without uh a lot of customs uh charges you know so hopefully uh customs let those in without adding taxes and we're also just prayerfully waiting for the right home to rent and, and the, the right car to buy, something that's inexpensive but also of good value that it's going to, because we're going to be driving all over Europe. So it's got to be something that can be safe for our family and, and, and still be able to carry a lot of baseball gear. So those are, you know, those are some pretty practical prayer requests that, uh, of, of things that need to happen, but also just for our family, you know, it's, uh, Transition overseas is difficult, and transition overseas when there's a lot of unknowns is even harder. So uh, to be able to balance that and, and have stress levels stay at a, a manageable level, and uh, for our son to who's 15 to you know be able to, to settle in well and make friends and be be an active part of the ministry himself, and then for our daughter who's three to to not get so caught up in the the confusion that she starts to kind of lose lose her security. So, you know, all those things are, are very necessary and, and helpful for prayer. Michael, I want to thank you once again for joining us here on Benson and Those Guys. Awesome. Just appreciate the support that you've given and uh, the excitement that you've had for us as well. So that's, that's really encouraging. Well, it's my pleasure. It's a joy to talk to you. I wish you all the best in Kosovo. We'll be praying for you. All the best to you and your family. All right. We've been talking with Michael Johnstone of Global Baseball. He and his family heading to Kosovo to serve the Lord. You can go to the website, globalbaseball.org, make a financial gift. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. You can follow Michael on Twitter, G Baseball Europe. That's G Baseball Europe. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions.